Yes. Well, yeah. perfect time for me to offer a plug for my friend. Um, uh, Empire's Comics Vault, if anybody knows him. Uh, ben Schwartz, great guy. Runs Been running the place for, well, I was there when he took over. That was my shop right around the corner. Uh, and <laughs> it has since morphed into, it is now, like, they officially, like, changed the name. It's like comics and hot sauce. They <laughs> sells <laughs> so many hot sauces, local and other just independent stuff. It's it's overtaking the business. Uh, <laughs> so if you're interested in trying the, uh, I don't know, the small uh, independent sort of the hot sauciers, sure. um, if you're interested in that. Yeah, if you're kind of snobby about it, yes. which there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm barely getting to the snobbiness mm-hmm. of my hot sauce um Enjoyment. Well, of, if you want to, very recently. So I'm definitely going to stop by there. Yeah, That's if you want to awesome. dive into it? They, it's ridiculous now. Uh, <laughs> I missed that change over uh, when I was, I think, down in LA, and when I came back, I missed when it became a hot sauce porium. Um, but so much, it's such a big part of the business now. Um, so yeah, Empire's Comics Vault and Hot Sauce on Fulton, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. It's Ghost Rider and Ghost. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh. My hot there. sauce sense is tingling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's just my tongue. My yeah, tongue is no, my hot I'll, sauce I'll sense, and it, and it tingles. <laughs> on fire right now. Roughly 24 to oh. 92 hours ago, loud. Stab's oh, team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Stab is now! (laughs) (laughs) New catchphrase? Yeah. New catchphrase right out the gate. (laughs) Right right out of the gate. Stab, a show that would bite the hand that fed it, then demand dessert. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist likes to stare down his breakfast every morning to establish dominance. He's a member of the Dregs of Craig's podcast, and Sean Crandall. Hey, everybody. Our second panelist used to just be some dude's rib. She's an amazing improviser. It's Christiana. <laughs> <laughs> and our third panelist... Our third panelist can't not slap every bear ham they see in a butcher shop. It's co-host of Warm Takes. It's Corey Berenger. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Do not inflate above 40 PSI. Welcome to the Stab Show. Before you forget, set that alarm you need for tomorrow. We'll wait. Let's meet tonight's panelist, Sean. Hey there. Hey. How are you? I'm great. Yeah? Uh, Or at least... I'm lying about being great. I mean, aren't we all? Aren't we all? (laughs) Isn't every day just a little lie to ourselves and those around us? Now I'm great. Well, you got to get good at it sometime, (laughs) and practice, practice, practice. (laughs) I'm I'm getting I'm getting my ten thousand hours of lying practice in, so I can become an expert. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's a great line on a resume. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Good to see you, Sean. Um. Uh, I know you guys have been taking a break around here. Is it, is it just full on hiatus mode over at Dregs, or are you guys firing things back up? What's the what's the deal? No, we're we're starting to do episodes again. It was okay. just like a weird sort of little point there where a lot of things were happening in all our lives. Sure, that's and fair. Uh, you try and keep a schedule, and um, 
It's hell. Yeah. <laughs> now we're getting back into it. Well, good. I won't ask you guys for May, but I'll see you in June. Uh, <laughs> get you guys back either in person or streaming. Either way, we love Dregs of Craigs around here. You guys are wonderful. Um, you. <laughs> and enjoy uh, taking a little bit of time away from the terrible depths of depravity that is uh, Craigslist. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> and then diving right back in. It's sort of like, oh, man, I... I I love to be away from the sludge, but it is my job, (laughs) so I'm going to dive right back into the sludge without thinking about it. Sort of of sadly feels like home. (laughs) It does. It does. Oh, I missed this feeling between my toes. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Craigslist. (laughs) It's burning a little bit. But still cold. I feel boils developing (laughs) as I speak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, glad you guys are coming back around. Glad you got a little bit of a break from it. And glad to have you back. It's been too long. You've been missed. Uh, speaking of too long, oh my. Hey, it's Christiana. Hi there. Hey guys. How you been? <laughs> oh, you know. How's your pandemic been going? <laughs> oh, super duper. Let's not get into it. I love it. the panini. <laughs> there you go. There it's you go. Been, it's oh, been fresh. great. Um. Yeah. Good to see you back. It's good to be here. I'm happy to be here. Excited to be here with Sean. I was gonna say. I think it's probably neck and neck in terms of like who I've known longer between Jesse and Sean. I think Sean edges out like just a little bit, but dates back to my arrival in the grand city of Sacramento. Yes. I think I, Jesse. I think it like I don't think you were living here when I moved here. I think you were like you came back when I was here. Yeah. I was like, who's this guy? He's all like fancy walking back in like he runs the joint. And look at you now. <laughs> yeah, I run a different joint after I was <laughs> thrown out of the old one. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to be here. I've done um, nothing much, really. <laughs> uh, but somehow that nothing takes up a lot of time. So uh, that's good. And thank you for letting me cop out and, and do it on Zoom because um, – Pants are a lot now, and no. shoes are a lot now. Mm-hmm. Places, <laughs> they're a lot. Car yeah. people, but I'm, I'm, we, I'm, we, we are convening a family meeting later to discuss whether we are ready to go see um, the new Doctor Strange. Ah, sure. In so, person, I don't know. Yeah, like me. Like this is where, this is where we're going in okay. the world. So yeah. So you haven't returned to big gatherings like theaters yet? No, we. I went to the. Although I'll, I went to the aquarium in Long Beach last week, and okay. I it was there were a lot of people, hmm. and it, I was uncomfortable. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I, Long Beach too. I imagine a lot of unmasked. <laughs> just, well, er, yeah. every, everything's open all over the place. Every, but I mean, that's like everybody. I think oh. a lot of like children who are, are dirty and germy to begin with. I know I have one. Um, so yeah. it wouldn't be so bad if the beach wasn't so long. Yeah, you just, know, just I could handle up. it if it was a short, dirty beach. Just but it's so it long. Yeah, but it can it can it can be two beaches. It can you're looking be two. you're looking you want a chode beach. I want a chode beach. Yeah. yeah, give me a tuna can of a beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, welcome back, Christiana. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> this is the 
the level that you've um, <laughs> that you've missed. <laughs> you know, Chode Beach. It's been just this good. Ah, <laughs> uh, sinking back down into the muck. Yeah. Pick the hair out from between your teeth. Welcome to Chode Beach. <laughs> oh, well, welcome back. Good to have you. Looking forward to hearing what you done did again. Corey Berenger. Hey. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing great. I see you. My punches. wife brought this me is... a burrito to the yeah. show with some hot sauce, and I, I got a can of Coca-Cola and mm-hmm. a water bottle. I am comfy <laughs> as shit. Is... I'm so excited to do the show because I'm also not too full from it. Oh, good. I uh, I think a couple weeks ago I made the mistake of having too much Thai food mm. next door before I <laughs> excuse me attempted to host the mic here, oh. and that was awful. Logan. But I, I feel good with with this amount of food that I've had on my tummy. Yeah. Well, um, and yeah. it's off. It's off screen, right? It's just just yeah. off screen. Yeah. Um, I'd say three solid bites left. I mean, you knew where to stop. Two of my bites. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Like <laughs> just a regular. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. I and I yeah. stopped myself because I was I was also it's thinking considerately of of my co panelists. Mm-hmm. I wasn't about to munch down during their prompts. Well, you know, okay. I'm, this is this is purely an introduction meal. Okay. <laughs> Good thing we have several pre shows. Yeah. Exactly. It gave meal. me plenty of time to eat a very large burrito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the. The 20 minutes that yeah. it takes to get this show started. <laughs> We're going to have to condense that somehow. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, welcome, Corey. Uh, welcome, the rest of y'alls. Let's begin the program proper. Oh, that's loud, too. What are we doing here? Oh, it's like I haven't done this a bunch. Let's turn that down slightly. And edit. No, I'm not going to edit this thing. <laughs> Segment one. It's reorganization. It's how we always start. Deal with it. Homeownership is likely just a pipe dream for most any of us anymore. I mean, unless you're the kind who can keep buying them and make it a nice rental property to help support buying your next house and driving prices to the moon without ever caring about the system you're destroying. Which is why uh, an abbreviation like ARM, or adjusted Adjustable Rate Mortgage, really means next to nothing to me, now or likely for all time. So how about we just forget about the sad actual meaning of ARM and instead come up with who or what else A-R-M might stand for or represent to you. John Grendel. So if you've been on the internet lately, it's likely you've heard of the popular new video game Elden Ring. Uh, Fans love this new entry in the Punishing and Darkly Fantastical Souls series from Software. And they love to make fan art and memes about their favorite enemies and bosses in the game. My personal favorite boss uh, is Admonished Riftwalker Mark. Arm, mm-hmm. in shorthand. The lore behind him is real neat, too. He was banished from a celestial house party for getting drunk and taking off his pants. Uh, they destroyed the pants, sent them to another dimension, and now he wanders the planes of existence like a cursed porky pig looking for his pants. Mm -hmm. Um, He does double damage to any player wearing pants, so it is (laughs) suggested that you Donald Duck the entire encounter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that explains (laughs) all the shirt cocking I've been seeing in Elden Ring. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Just out there (laughs) slapping around, flapping around, 
Those two. That's Mark. That's Mark. <laughs> oh, Mark. He makes them players take off them pants. <laughs> it's just loincloths. <laughs> just banishes those pants. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. <clears throat> Can easily say that I did not expect to go there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Christiana, welcome back to the show. ARM, what you got? So, do you have you ever run into people who are too agreeable? Like, you're trying to figure out, you know, friend, maybe like a romantic partner. Where do you want to go to lunch? Doesn't matter to me. Wherever. What do you want to see a movie? Ah, oh, whatever. Like, what do you want to do this weekend? I don't care. You pick. And they just won't make a decision about anything ever, right? They're just sure. They're chill to a fault. <laughs> And it's just maddening, but you can't get mad because, like, how can you get mad at someone who's not, who's just, you know, kind of there? Uh, there's, there's a term for these people, and uh, it's a uh, uses an older hyphenate version of the word word all right. So it's your A and your R. It's an all right Matthew, somebody who adopts a McConaughey level of like, all right, all right, all right, whatever. <laughs> You know, you've never seen them smoke anything. So this is not a, like, pot-induced level of chill. Mm. It's just an inability. It's not indecisiveness. It's an unwillingness to make a decision that can often lead to a messy breakup, homicide, <laughs> or just a lot of, like, wasted time in the parking lot of one of those shopping centers where it's like, you're parked equally between the BJs and the Chili's and the Applebee's, and like you know, none of them are great, but you gotta go to one of them, and the other mofo in the car just like won't come back. That's all right, Matthew. I don't need him. Oh man, I don't know. I I hate to rush to the all right Matthew's defense, but sounds like more of a you problem. <laughs> Oh, so we got someone white knighting for the All Right Matthews in the chat. Because they are just super chill and down for anything. All Right Matthews. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Actually, uh, <laughs> thank you, Christiana. Sound like a nice guy. They're down for anything. Yeah. They've got, they have a skimboard in their trunk. <laughs> They do, but they won't commit to which beach to go to to use it because they're like Long Beach, Chode Beach, I don't <laughs> Anywhere with a chill body of water, Matthew's fine. Uh, <laughs> just a skim. You run, you throw it, you run, you go for a couple seconds, and then you hop off. <laughs> no commitment. No. Yeah. It's a perfect conveyance. Yeah. You're not dipping, right. you're skimming. Yeah. Right. Oh, look at that guy. That must be fun. All right, I've seen it enough. Moving on. All right, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to so so vehemently uh, come to the aid of of the all right Matthews out there. There's a nice guy. Uh, Corey. Hey. Let's wrap up the first segment already with your ARM. Look at you. <laughs> Fresh out the factory. First day. Walking around, seeing what's what and what not. <laughs> I see they make them real shiny now. So fancy. Go ahead. Turn around. Dual spin. Let me see what all that money bought me. That's one tight metal took us right there. I bet it's programmed to clap, huh? I bet it is. I bet it is. Everything seems to be present and accounted for, just like I ordered, including, but not limited to, your broad shoulders. 
So broad, but not too broad. Your hands are equipped with kung fu grip. Safety measures optional. <laughs> we won't be needing those, though, will we? Oh, but what's this? Why, I hadn't expected such a bonus feature. What would a machine even use nipples for? Ah, who cares? They're marvelous, and so are you. You know what you are? You know what you are? You're just a areola robot man. <laughs> That's what you are. Let me just get over here to this sound effect. Okay. <laughs> Look at you. Mm. Not even a not even a nipple in, in the middle of it. Nope. Just an areola. Just areolas. <laughs> just smooth button of a. All right. Uh, thank you for it. You're welcome. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Appropriate response. <laughs> Number five is ready to breastfeed. <laughs> oh, great. Now I have to go watch Short Circuit again. Uh, and just imagine the whole different track it could have taken. <laughs> Remember Brownface? There's Brownface in that movie. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. We miss you. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Well, I like ruining movies. Yeah, <laughs> like I like, I like letting people know they shouldn't enjoy the things they enjoy. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of bad things in <laughs> '80s movies. Yeah, it was the time, guys. We're gonna be apologetic. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was, it was okay then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like oh, Grandpa, he just grew up in a different age. The age was the '80s now, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, think about it. <laughs> All right. Let's quickly stop thinking yes. about that and move on to segment two, bulletin board. A centralized break room is essential to the proper workings of any good establishment. A kitchenette where everyone can just relax and unwind while grumbling, grumbling about who left what or who took what from the fridge. Brings us all together, which is why the bulletin board is essential to these spaces. Leave your semi-important information in this high traffic area and someone's bound to read it, right? So in bulletin board... You're asked to give us three parentheses, three closed parentheses. Things you might find on a bulletin board hung in the break room of a physical manifestation of a specific imaginary place. That is a lot of enunciation. Uh, today's break room resides in the physical manifestation of passive aggression. If passive aggression had a break room, what might you find on its bulletin board? Guys! <laughs> <laughs> One 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 two 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 three three. You know how segment twos generally work. So, Sean, let's hear your first <laughs> break room bulletin board item in the uh, in the kitchenette of passive aggression. My grandma always said, "When life gives you lemons, make lemonade," which is why when I was fired today by management for a mistake <laughs> Charlie clearly made, I decided to turn the other cheek. I wanted to impart a gift to all my fellow coworkers: uh, the gift of learning. And because I'm the only one who knows how to use our proprietary database software, I thought you all should get the chance to learn. I've locked all important documents from the shared drives deep in the program for you to figure out how to get. Farewell, chums. <laughs> That's nice. It's nice. It seems actively aggressive. <laughs> but I don't know how passive. But it was tonally it passive. Yeah. <laughs> it's to yeah. I, I have a hard time with this one. In <laughs> practice, it was aggression. Yeah. 
That's fine because yeah, I don't know exactly how this works either. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm okay. It's all up for grabs. Uh, <laughs> Christiana, you've got a you've got a resting demeanor that looks like you know a lot about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your first uh, way to make getting... like an ex. <laughs> Welcome her back. <laughs> yeah, no, she's giving the prop- appropriate response. Yeah, uh, Christiana, let's. let's uh, I feel bad now. Let's hear your first passive aggressive uh, post. Look, nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just a sticky note. I could have done that. Uh, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you when you got it, <laughs> you can do it in three words. <laughs> it's just it's just a sticky note on the fridge, uh, all lowercase. I was gonna say it was in all caps, but I think <laughs> I think it's all yeah. lowercase. <laughs> Look, nothing. Okay, <laughs> just uh. all right, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> Corey, let's wrap up our first trip around the bulletin board of passionate aggression. Attention, Heather, in accounts receivable. Keep microwaving fish in the break room. <laughs> Everyone loves it, and no one resents you. <laughs> there we go. That's that's the tone that I'm familiar with. <laughs> Not because I microwave. I mean, I just because I walk away from the popcorn and I burn. It happens. This guy loves Ludafisk. <laughs> he's got it written all over him. He lo- he's crazy for he's loony for Ludafisk. Nummy, nummy, nummy in my tum tum tummy. I'm just trying to share with everyone. Uh, Sean, second time around, passive aggression bullet board go. Per my last bulletin board note, <laughs> it would be appreciated if everyone helped to the chore spreadsheet I made. As you know, I am a worldly person and respect all the varied ways in which we all live. So, of course, I don't mind that half of your cubicles look like a goblin family has been squatting in an abandoned Arby's. That's just cultural differences. But in shared spaces, we should make it as clean and comfortable for all people in the office. Thanks. (laughs) All right. All right. I see what I did here. Uh, (laughs) And now, doesn't matter what anybody says for the the remaining, uh, let's call it 40 minutes, just going to be imagining a goblin family squatting in an Arby's. <laughs> it's, it's honestly kind of cute. Uh, I like it. I don't blame the family because they, they got the meats. They do. They, they do got, got the meats. Where else are you going to take meats. your family? If you're trying to provide for your family, you're going to take them where the meats are. Yeah. <laughs> That's just good goblin. Yeah. Go- goblin, goblin 101, yeah. really. <laughs> He's a hardworking goblin father. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, Sean. Uh, Christiana, second uh, passive aggression bullet board. There's a moment I had an image of little goblin bootstraps that he's pulling on the top. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's a flyer, mm-hmm. and it's on that aggressive, like yellow neon copier paper, mm-hmm. and it says, "Your mom," in quotes, "doesn't work here." The picture of like like a clipper of a sink. <laughs> Your mom. Yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, I I don't think I don't think that's exclusive to this particular break room. I believe <laughs> that's. No, it I, is, well, I believe it that's started here though. That's what oh, people yeah. don't know. It started. Yeah. We were the first. <laughs> yeah, that is laminated 
and tacked to so many <laughs> kitchenette walls. <laughs> but it's somehow still water stained inside. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how, but it just is. Well, it started deliberate at this point. <laughs> oh, thank you, Christiana. I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling worse and worse with each one. Glad there's four more. Uh, <laughs> Corey, uh, you're a second time around. Okay, I guess we're just shoving thumbtacks onto people now. Very cool, very progressive. No, 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 it, it's fine. I shouldn't complain. I'm just a bulletin board. They made sentient for one bit on a comedy show. I should be so lucky. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's the first time, I believe, that we've gotten the perspective of the bulletin board. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so well done. Breaking new ground yeah. every time. That's what I do. <laughs> Oh, we couldn't have gotten a chalkboard. <laughs> That's just, they like getting shit rubbed on them. Right. It's not a comedy theater. It's a comedy workshop. Yes. We're inventing here. Yes. <laughs> just rolling new ideas out. <laughs> we got to open up the second door. We're rolling them out. Uh, Sean, let's finish up uh, our third time, around, or start our third time around. Finish up. You know what? Just passive aggressive me. Yeah, here's here's my here's my third uh, note where I clearly don't understand passive aggression. That's right. Uh, my child is selling candy for a school fundraiser. All plenty of favorites available: Zagnuts, Charleston Chews, Abba Zabba's, Mary Jane's, Chuckles, Clark Bars, Idaho Spuds, O Henry's, Chicka Sticks, and of course everyone's favorite type of M M&M, and M: white chocolate key lime pie. <laughs> I'd recommend you buy plenty and often especially if you're the type of person that doesn't like being ratted out to HR for participating in the after-work cockfighting ring you all think no one knows about in the warehouse. <laughs> Two bucks a pop. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, Mike and Ike's um, <laughs> wax lips. I'm trying to, I'm trying to finish filling out <laughs> your list Circus of the worst peanuts. candies. Circus peanuts. Oh, see, I was going to add circus peanuts and stuff like Necco wafers, but I love both of those. So everybody, everybody can I'll go. I'll give you Necco wafers. I won't go with you to circus peanuts. Oh, I love circus peanuts. They're so terrible. Yeah. I love. I've been on Abba Zabba. Yeah. I'm no, I think I universally hated pretty much everything that you said. Uh, <laughs> no, if you get if you get softer circus peanuts, not the hard. You know what? I'm not here to defend circus peanuts right now. <laughs> I will. But this is not my job right now. Uh, thank you, Sean. Corey. No. No. Christiana. No. Yes. I'm, I'm figuring it out. I got so many. Christiana, let's it's hear your thoughts. Fine. Third. It's fine. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, it's one of those flyers with a little, like, cut at the bottom so you can take a tab. Mm-hmm. And it's for anger management classes, but all the tabs are there. So. <laughs> nice. Nice. Evocative. Again, don't even yeah. need it. Yeah. It's all right there. <laughs> Thank you, Christiana. Corey, let's wrap this up. The break room bulletin board of passive aggression. My daughter is also selling candy to raise money for a school trip we can't afford. Uh, but you're not going to do that, right? You're, you're going to politely decline? You're going to say you're trying to eat healthy, but I guess that starts tomorrow since you're reading this while reheating a pizza. You know, plus, it's just really the gesture of helping out I'm looking for. I don't actually care what you do with the candy, but whatever. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> oh, I'll remember not to do that again. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone. Oh, but this is one of my faves. 
since we came back, you know, a little while ago, one of my favorite new ones. Um, it's not even a new one anymore. It's a staple now. It's yeah. gone from new yeah. to beloved. It's a staple. fan favorite. It is. Let's call it a fan it favorite. It's, it's replaced all the other fan favorites that yeah. every other segment is. It's segment three. It's recipes. <clears throat> Over the years, the bowl of our lives have pinches, dashes, and heaping handfuls of ingredients thrown in, which change our makeup and affect the recipe of who we are. We're all made of smaller elements, which make the larger recipe of our lives. Didn't need that second sentence. <laughs> and, while we <laughs> and while we all know that snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of, and that sugar and spice and everything nice is what little girls are made of, other things are comprised of ingredients as well, which is why in recipes we ask of you to give us recipes of what makes up these other various stuffs and things. Sean Crandall. Mm -hmm. Let's hear your recipe. For a couple who carves their initials inside of the heart into a tree trunk. Okay. Well, first you're going to want to find yourself two unimaginative dullards with no respect for the environment. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to need one pocket knife, either found in a parking lot or stolen from one of their dads. You're going to need one poor tree that bears the marks of generations of other dullard teens who thought this was cute. And you're going to need four trees before they found that tree that they tried to carve in, but the bark was too thick. It was just not the right consistency. They were just chipping it off, um, leaving, leaving a trail of destruction in their path. And now, this is to taste. So I'm going to give you two popular sort of ingredients that you can choose to decide to taste your meal here. You're going to need either a beautiful relationship that will crumble once they get into college and she realizes he's a dipshit, or a beautiful relationship that will mold into an unhappy, obligatory marriage. And finally, the ravages of time that will turn all of these ingredients into forgotten dust. <laughs> Yay. I had, I had a time with this one. <laughs> Oh, Sean hates I was working dullards. some things out. <laughs> yeah. What do you have against dullards? Oh. <laughs> They're the backbone of the economy. Yeah. Dullards. <laughs> they buy so much shit they don't need. It, it, I, I learned the other day they took that. You know, there's that bridge in France. Everyone like put a lock to their. Yeah. yeah. They took it down and made it like a glass wall on the bridge now. Mm -hmm. so I just imagine somewhere in France on a French podcast is a French guy saying whatever is dullard for French, but the mm -hmm. prompt was related to a lot. I'm going to take a stab. Mm -hmm. Is Dula. 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 The D just kind of fades away. Dula. Yeah. <laughs> you, you swallow the, the final quarter of every word. That's how you do Dula. French. Dula. Dula. Well, it's, it, 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 they, it's a people who love cuisine, so they do, they'll eat the words. So. Yeah. Yeah. Gobble it up. Even the, even the words aren't safe in France. <laughs> They're all dripping in hollandaise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Sean. Christiana. Oh, wait, let's go to this, this window. Uh, and this tab in this window. I go, I, uh, my mind wanders. I can't stay on one thing. I'm listening to you guys, but keep me entertained. Uh, <laughs> Christiana, let's hear your recipe. I thought this might be uh, might be little too, little too close. Yeah, too close. I thought yeah. I'd lob this to you with both hands. Um, yeah. Let's hear your recipe for an injury attorney with billboard ads that uses a rhyme with their name. Yep. 
Um, so I'm, I'm doing this in blog post form. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> I'm back. We just got back from the best weekend in Cancun. I'm going to share with you all the recipes next week. I've got some spawn con coming. Um, but anyway, today, uh, I wanted to focus on a little bit of a comfort food for me, which is, uh, injury attorney billboards. Um, uh, the, this recipe actually won the Pillsbury injury attorney billboard bake off like two years in a row. Um, so I wanted to try it out myself, put my own little spin on it. Um, and I think you guys are going to love it. So get ready. Um, okay. So ingredient wise, I'm just going to do the rundown. Some substitutions are available. So you need one part. Uh, oh, and I should pause and say, this is one of those where I can't give you like the exact measurements, you know, um, except for a couple things. So it's really like a proportional thing, but you got it. So it's one part unfortunate surname, two parts tortured pronunciation. Now the original version of this, uh, really asked for Spanish surnames. Um, but I couldn't find any. So English is fine. If you have it on hand, it's no big deal. Um, and then, um, this is the only like precise measurement in it, but you want one and a half tablespoons. Don't at me. I know there's not that many like half tablespoon measures, but you can do it. Try weighing it. You're fine. Half tablespoon, one and a half tablespoons of profession related pun. Okay. So you're going to want to take that, um, use, um, I'm using this gifted KitchenAid mixer, um, that was given to me. It's exclusive six quart. You can get it at Kohl's. I'm going to put a link um, at the end of this next to the recipe. You're going to mix it liberally as necessary. Um, this recipe should make about one for every two square miles. Although, honestly, um, you know, like so many things you do in batches, it didn't really make enough. But you want to make sure you just have at least two fully formed billboards at the end because um, partial batches look weird. Okay, so let's check out my gallery of sample batches. I've got... Ambulance Chase and Jason, Broke Your Leg, Break for Greg. Um, this one works best if it's like a storefront billboard, you know, like a big header on it, because um, it doesn't make sense if you're not like in your car and you can't like break for, do you know what I mean? Um, and then there's a Collateral Stoppel called Ted Koppel. It doesn't work as much because people think Ted Koppel, the journalist, and he's actually dead, but like there are lawyers whose name were Ted Koppel, so... Um, I think if you put it on salt, this one works. And then um, the last one came out like a little underbaked. It's not terrible. So call Gladys to handle malpractice. <laughs> anyway, see you next week. Oh, just yeah. The, the accuracy of the of uh, of the blog post was a little yes. Too much. <laughs> Sort of like a written, it was like a blog post Instagram story hybrid, maybe like halfway through it shifts a little bit. You know, you, sure. you got the you got the feeling. Yeah. You have to have the story there so that you can copyright it. Mm. Is that what oh, that shit, is? that's like, Sean just dropped, that's like real knowledge. I like yeah. That. yeah. And Didn't realize that was part Accidentes, of it. Accidentes, call Jack Fuentes. <laughs> uh, now, now make it work for my name. Oh, you can't. Is that injury bananas called Christianas? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Christiana. Uh, and you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Corey. Oh, man. Oh, man. Mm. Corey. Mm, mm. 
Oh, just wind up, reel back, mm-hmm. and let's hear your recipe for the perfect high five. First, arrange your mise en place. <laughs> Make sure a thorough inventory of your ingredients has been taken before attempting this delicate dish. Two sets of five fingers are required. And on this, there can be no substitutions. If one has too many or not enough fingers, this dish will be altered drastically. Certain regions actually prefer these variations, but by all culinary standards, they are not considered a perfect high five. After the ingredients are assembled, slap them together. (laughs) Slap them real hard. Enough to sting but not quite hard as to make the other hand say something like, hey, what the fuck, man? Cool it. Need the the pins and needles. Yeah, Yeah, just a little. Just a little something to make you know you're alive. Yeah, and just the the thunderclap Mm -hmm. that everybody around just, oh, all right. Oh, they're having a good time. (laughs) Something cool happened. (laughs) Man. That guy got Hot late. Tip. <laughs> Hot tip. Uh-huh. Look yeah. at the elbow. Yep. Look uh, at the other yeah. person's elbow yeah. as you're swinging. That's what I've heard. That's the yeah. key. I like to miss it on purpose mm. because then I it if I make it a dumb bit, I can just lean into that and I never have to actually make contact. So instead, I just go over the top every time. like, <laughs> I'm missing you. Uh, I, it's clearly a hilarious joke on my oh. part, mm-hmm. but also I don't want to touch you. Such a great bit. Uh, it's a great bit. <laughs> I'm not huge on the high fives either, but sometimes, every once in a while, sometimes they do feel good. I will just go whole hog, yeah. I'll get the full, yeah, coming down and then coming on, yeah, boom, yeah. All right, segment four versus v versus fight, fight, fight. Oh, the memories of schoolyard chants and the chill it sends through our bodies—a mix of dread and fight or flight adrenaline, the unsettling, clammy feeling of youth. Yet still, as grown-up people adults, we are still drawn to fighting, both real and imagined. And in Versus v Versus, you're presented with a confrontation between two combatants and asked to give us the results of this clash of the titans. So go on, give us a rundown of how these fights go in your mind. Still a really nebulous segment that I don't... It's, it's open to so much interpretation. Um, so, oh, Sean, I've been looking forward to this one for a day and a half. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you first wrote it, yes. <laughs> Let's hear uh, your rundown for how this fight goes uh, between Zen Buddhism versus a Trader Joe's parking lot. So, as I got this prompt yesterday, and I am prone to research things like Zen Buddhism, I didn't actually finish writing the prompt. So, much like a Zen Buddhist. I'm going to meditate through this entire experience. But what is key here is that this individual has attained bodhisattva. They've achieved, they have achieved enlightenment and they are here. They are remaining here on the earth to guide others to the path of Buddhahood. And so they look at the parking lot itself. What is the main problem? Too many cars. Too many, too little spots. Now, what you're going to want to do, if you're this bodhisattva Zen Buddhist, is in the middle of the night, come in, 
with a steamroller or some other caterpillar and just eliminate the parking lot entirely so that people can walk in and get their dunkers and their butter chickens in peace without having to fight over spots. Hmm. If there's no spots, there's nothing to fight over. Hmm. There's just Trader Joe's hmm. and Trader and Trader Jose's and uh, Trader Giatos. Although I, I think I think we are starting to cancel those one by one. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, well, that's a very that's a very zen approach. How does a steamroller destroy a parking lot? Well, after after the other the other caterpillar equipment that he also okay. mentioned, you, right. can, you can back yeah yeah. Can, I mean, uh, you can dig this, it out this guy then... is also a, a construction guy, and yeah. he owns all this stuff. Don't look too much into it. Gotcha. Shut up. I gotcha, you. gotcha. All right. I just I wasn't sure what needed to be rolled with steam. Well, I imagine <laughs> after you dig the lot out, you you're gonna remove... have to make it clean yeah, again. But then here's the thing: people are gonna park on that. You're going to make it nice and smooth. They're going to park on that. It's true. As long as there's no dedicated spots. Oh, okay. okay. So you just don't like the structure, the dogma, really, of <laughs> exactly. a parking lot. You don't like the rigid you know, instructions of the, 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 yeah. the parallel lines. That's, that's re- It's really the lines you have a problem with. It's, it's not the parking exactly. lot structure itself. It's the lines. Oh, lines. Rigidity. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm glad we had this talk show. <laughs> me, me too. Like, uh, and and you know, maybe together I, you know, we'll be able to I feel to, uh, safe help that we could just talk this out. You know. Yeah. 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 I'm not I'm, sure. Yeah. I'm also not sure how it's universally true that uh, it's not that there's not enough spots. It's that it's just actually too small. Yeah. That that's not. A, yeah. There's not enough room for Poor planning. For, uh, they, it's like they choose yeah. the worst possible set. Okay, yeah. you know what? They choose chaos. I have to, I have to find my, <laughs> yeah. my zen because just thinking yeah. about it mm-hmm. is is harming it. Yeah. So thank you, Sean, uh, Christiana. Uh, again, I just thought I'd just a nerf uh, right into <laughs> you. Um, let's see who would win in your mind in this fight between all of your exes versus a haunted house. Yeah, because that's not like a triggering fucking prompt, dude. Thank you. Come on, venting. It's, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's catharsis. We're here to help. We're here to evaluate who would win. I'm gonna have to go into this haunted house with my exes. So oh, already, right. I didn't think about that. Already. So I mean, basically, there's this. There's three. There's like three chances. There's three exes that have this chance to get through this haunted house, okay. right? Uh, first up is, um, let's call him, uh, let's call him Mike, because that was his name. <laughs> <laughs> he has to face off against the ghost of my ethnic identity. Mm. Um, and, uh, so he, he hits with the upper cup of, like, a cut of, like, my wife's gonna take my name when we get married. And then the ghost hits him back with, like, no. And then, yeah. and then, uh, and the ghost wins because he's just like, I'm out. That was it. All right. So, all right, Mike, was, Mike was a quitter. All right, next. So that was easy. Um, the second, uh, the second one actually, uh, the ghost of an ex who was like really, really tall. Hmm. Um, and in this case, he doesn't have to do anything. He wins because this actually this haunted house is like not scary farm. And if you go, like, you spend a lot of money with tickets to go to get scared, and then. Uh, the person you're with is like super tall. The ghosts are like too scared because they think he's gonna like punch them back, and so you're like, okay. 
No, not when the ghost just walks away, right? right? So, <laughs> rubber match. So we've got, we've got, uh, we've got the ghost won the first one. Yeah, the boy won, won on the second one. It's a draw. So, like, whether this haunted house can be beat all comes down to the last X. Okay. Who worked at Fox News? This is not a bit. That part's true. <laughs> Okay. He was like D-list, but he was an on-air person, and oh, you're all just gonna have to think about that and figure it out. You can't. And in that situation, there there is no fighting. They embrace, and they just go off together to live in hell. <laughs> all right. Well, no one should have bought tickets to this fight. This fight was just rigged from the start. Yeah. Well. Well, now it's an A24 horror movie. <laughs> It's 100% Yeah, it's it's ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. They walk into the haunted house together, and then the camera pans, and, like, it's like a tilt shift thing, and they're like, oh, it's a TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know that we've had that many draws, so good. I'll, I'm, I'll accept it. And, uh, again, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no wonder it's taken so long. I'm going to to ask Sean for like some Zen advice later. We're gonna have to do some meditate, like guided meditation. So yeah, I'll I'll read the Wikipedia page back to you. It'll be good. <laughs> oh, I need to donate more every year to Wikipedia because it is, because it is the backbone of this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Corey, let's. I don't know. Let's uh, finish up this versus. This is where I get whimsical. Yeah, uh, that's a word for it, Jesse. That's a ooh, word for it. I, I did not envy you for this one. <laughs> sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes the opposite of that. So who would win in this fight between a 2011 Dodge Durango with multiple recall notices and nothing left to lose versus a ragtag group of mismatched dish towels recently donated to Goodwill with everything to live for? <laughs> I knocked this one out of the park. <laughs> so this was an ugly one, I'll tell you. Uh, not a lot of people know this, but they actually used to date. Oh, ooh. Yeah, there's some history there, for sure. Yikes. See, things started to go sour around the third recall notice. The towels had been very patient to a point. Now they felt that they couldn't rely on the Dodge, or even trust him for that matter, and it made them reevaluate the whole relationship. And can you blame them? <laughs> of course you can't. They're out there trying to make, you know, a difference in the world, trying to move up. And the Dodge is back to its same old bullshit. Oh, sure, it was cute when they were first getting to know each other. It was exciting and maybe even a little sexy how sometimes the airbags would just deploy for no reason. But they're not kids anymore. It's time to stop taking from the world and start giving back for a change. And you know what I think? I think these towels are going to make some nice dishes feel very dry indeed. The towels won. Okay. <laughs> I was not prepared for it to wrap up so. See, I'm worried that made too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the challenge. And I enjoy when nonsense can be made to make sense. That's a true love story. 
Uh, segment five, angry poem. I don't know the last time we ended with an angry poem. I could look it up because I do that sort of thing. You got that spreadsheet. <laughs> I, I keep those going. records. But I thought we'd shake it up because why not? So, angry poem. Finishing the show. You're not an angry person, but your art is. And that's okay. You are not what you make. It is merely an expression of something primal and relatable and hopefully monetizable busting forth from within you. In writing an angry poem about it, as the segment title suggests, we'd like to hear an angry poem about the following subjects. Sean Crandall. I don't check if I've done these uh, combinations before. So, I don't know. I think this is new. Sean, let's mm -hmm. hear your angry poem about mice. Now, I'm going to preface this with, uh, I've been watching a lot of reruns of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Okay. So this is going to be done in the style of a hoedown. <laughs> Jesse wants an angry poem about some little mice. Now I don't know about you, but that don't seem quite nice. How could you be mad at all those fluffy little cuties? But maybe Jesse's pissed off because he got ratatouille. All right. Because he got ratatouille? Yeah. Sure. All right. Look, not all not all ratatouille situations are good. Yeah. You just see the positive ones. Yeah. You don't those are the only ones the news want to tell you about. Yeah. They hide Have you the seen the statistics on ratatouille crime? You don't see the tiny little mouse pulling at what's left of my hair to write these terrible, terrible prompts. It's the worst. Sean Crandall. Hey there. Sorry. Hi. Hi. Uh where can folk enjoy more Sean Crandall out in the wild? Um, sometimes I'm in the forest. Um, yeah. I'm, I blend in real well, but <laughs> hunting season's coming up, so you can get me there. Uh, you can more easily hunt me on Twitter. Yes. I'm at the Sean Crandall, and you can also find me on Drakes of Craigs, mm -hmm. a show where me and two friends dive into Craigslist to find the worst of it and bring it back to you. Yes. Uh, as if that's what you asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they show up, than it is. Uh, well, hope to, hope to have you guys back around these parts soon. I will be bothering you uh, soon. Excellent. Yeah, I look forward to being bothered. Yeah. No, love having you guys around. It's uh, it's been empty. So, first Saturdays at seven have been empty without you. So, <laughs> yeah. Good to see you back, Sean. Uh, Christiana, we've heard an angry poem about mice. Christiana, let's hear an angry poem about the spice. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Grated are my feelings. Like the nutmeg on this eggnog. Dried are my hopes. Like the tear gone in this jar. Ground is my will. Like that packet of five spice. Black is my heart like this pepper. Fresh is how I'm about to get, like this bunch of cilantro. Slapping you in the face, like the powder of this chili. Dash away from your bullshit, I will, like the misses on this Italian medley. Salty is all I feel when I'm with you, asshole. <laughs> feels, like, feels like that's got to be... Mm -hmm. Right. A snapper for sure. Oh yeah, that's a classic snapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Christiana, 
Hey, I don't know. Wait, do I have? Yes, I've got. I've got the one place that I know of. Um, but how else can uh, can people enjoy more Christiana outside the very specific confines of this episode of the Stab Show? Well, I mean, there is the Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not going to get a ton of com- comedy. There's going to be a lot of uh, quilt content. Yeah. And lately, just my cat, because I'm not doing anything that's more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't find me anywhere but Stab, although... Uh, Although, at some point, I will yield to Jesse's, like, why don't you come back to a stage yeah. maybe sometime. Maybe this summer. Yeah. Maybe this summer. That'd be if wonderful. The people, if the people want me. Otherwise, just stab nowhere. I'm not interested in making fun. <laughs> no. We always have uh, guest opportunities on regular exclusive blend. We would love to have you. So whenever you're ready. Uh, a little bit, a little improv, guys. Uh, first Saturday. Is it the first? First Saturday, let's call it the first Saturday of the month, 8 o'clock. I'm not sure. Check stabcomedytheater.com for full, full details. Uh, Corey Barron. Oh, thank you, Christiana. First. First and foremost. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Christiana. It's good to have You're you welcome. back. Uh, Corey Barringer, let's wrap up this program. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But before we do, uh, there's a myriad of ways, but I'm going to let you explain them. Yeah. Of how to get more Corey Barringer in your life. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Both of those are at HunkyCorey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also post a bunch of fun stuff on TikTok. That's just at Corey Behringer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a lot of fun lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I co-host a semi-improvised stand-up show here every fourth Saturday of the month with mm-hmm. Emma Haney called Warm Takes. Uh, that's, a, that's a real hoot of a show. Always a good time. Um, but yeah, that's it. And then we go around town doing the general stand-ups type stuffs. Sure, sure. Um, but mostly stab. Well, happy to have you, as always. Thank you. Hey, Corey. Yes. We've heard an angry poem about mice. We, we have. This is true. We've heard an angry poem about spice. Yep. That, that came after. Let's hear your angry poem about twice. Hmm. <laughs> You got me. I thought you was going to say cereal. <laughs> <laughs> you done goofed. Yeah. All right. So here's, here's a poem entitled Twice. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time. It was fine. We all have opinions. You with yours and me with mine. Mm-hmm. But now you want it twice and I got to draw the line. Once was enough. I got the gist. Seems very unlikely anything was missed, let alone sensational enough to convince this old dog to learn a second trick. It was perfectly nice, but not for the price. So I simply refused to be circumcised twice. And that was Stab. Thank you for joining us. And, of course, a special thank you to our incredible panel, Sean Crandall, Christiana, and Corey Behringer. Now, if you thought that was great, but could only be bested by seeing it live as it happens, well, you can, either by coming out to Stab Comedy Theater or tuning in to Stab TV on Twitch Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Or if you'd like to catch the 300-plus other episodes very similar but distinctly different than this one, you can catch Stab any old time via the podcast provider of your choice. Be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. Why not download the Good Pods app? You don't have enough apps. And that's it for tonight. Once again, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and this is your last chance to set that alarm. If you forget, you can't say we didn't try. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>